Welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace Together. Welcome back to episode 11 of this season. We're super excited about it. We've entitled this uh, the name of this episode, The Name of Jesus. And we're excited about what we uh, got to share with you today. Um, and we're going to get into that in just a moment. But first, we're going to recap a little bit about what we talked about last week um, and then tell you about a little bit about what's going on in our week right now. So, yeah, yeah. well, you know, it was really um, interesting to me because the name of Jesus was actually supposed to be last week's podcast. And, you know, just with everything that was happening, that is happening in the world, we kind of did that little, um, you know, independent um, Grace Together episode, if you will, in the sense that it wasn't necessarily planned. Um, but I'm really excited to follow up with the name of Jesus because I really feel like it's going to just be the perfect next out of that conversation. And so I just love it, you know, when God does stuff like that, where you have a plan and then he messes it up a little bit. And ultimately you find out that, that he had it in the right order all the time. You right. Just didn't yeah. really know it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so last week we, um, we took a, a pause out of our normal uh, schedule to just kind of talk about uh, what was going on in uh, what has been going on in the nation of Israel. And I encourage you to to uh, pray for the nation of Israel and the Jewish people uh, alongside of us. And uh, and as those things continue to unfold, we just encourage you to continue the, to pray over the nation of Israel. Um, God has this all in control, uh, and we're not. Uh, he's not surprised by what's going on right now. He I mean, he he spoke about it in his word uh, thousands of years ago. Um, so he's got it in control, uh, but. He covets our prayers uh, for his people, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, we said it last week, um, you know, our hearts go out to everyone who is suffering. Um, obviously, we, you know, put a little bit of a focus on Israel just as being um, God's chosen people. But, you know, our hearts go out to all of the people that are suffering. And as of today, you know, th there's a lot going on in other Arab countries and around the world, and and there's some escalation happening. And so, you know, our encouragement would be definitely to pray for peace in Israel, but peace in the Middle East mm -hmm. um, as a whole, you know, and that um, that God would just be near to all that are broken and hurting right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So this week, uh, what's going on uh, around the farm is uh, we mentioned to you before that we um, our, our good friends uh, and traveling musicians, the Tekas, are coming through uh, this Friday uh, for us, um, and they're going to be spending the, an evening here with us, and we're going to put on a, a, a big party and concert uh, for some friends, and we're really looking forward to that. Uh, the weather's going to be great. Last year, it, it, it got so cold that we were, had to cancel that event. Um, but this time it looks like the weather is going to be perfect. Um, and we got quite a few people coming. It's going to be, uh, it's a busy week for us to, uh, preparing for all of that. But yeah. So last year it was, I think like 27, it was going to be like 27 when we did the concert 
And this year, it's our high is supposed to be 80 on Friday. So it's, what a difference. <laughs> yeah, a very different day for sure. Um, so, you know, and it's been an interesting um, time, I think, just because we have been home such a short time and we went ahead and put this party on the calendar because of the Teco's traveling schedule. Um, but it, we definitely are feeling like we are probably not going to produce the type of event that we regularly do just because of the time constraints that we've encountered. And so I think that, you know, that's one of the things when you are planning a party or, you know, you're hosting and you make a commitment to invite people regularly into your home and you make, you know, commitments to support people and, you know, just be community. Um, there are going to be seasons that things don't happen maybe how you would like them to. Maybe, you, you know, you don't have quite the, the ideal situation, I guess is what I would say. I know, you know, I, I've got pretty strong expectations and inevitably every event that we host, you know, at the end of it, I'm like, Okay, that went really well, but then I see a lot of flaws in that and kind of take, you know, note of that for the next one. But I'm um, excited that the time frame of this party is at dusk, just in hopes that the dim light will um, make everything look a little more, you know, rustic fall romantic instead of messy, you know, dirty, <laughs> dirty dusty, dusty <laughs> which is kind of what it's feeling like. Um, but so anyway, so all that to say, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. I mean, our guests will come and they will enjoy good food and great music and you know it'll just be a fun fall evening even though things aren't necessarily quite up to my normal standard um but you know what i'm just i'm just gonna be okay with it but so I, my encouragement to you would be even if you host all the time like we do there are still seasons and there are still times where you you know find yourself having to follow through with a commitment that you made, even though it's not quite what you would hope. Yeah, but but I mean, honestly, you're the only one that sees any of the, any quote flaws that that there might have been in in the event. Uh, everybody else is having a wonderful time and uh, doesn't see any of that. Yeah, because they're not because they're not looking for it. They're look, they're just maybe, looking to enjoy maybe. themselves. Yeah, I, I know. I have a few friends who know me who probably see where those things may fall, but oh, that's okay too. Yeah, they're yeah. my friends, so. <laughs> So let's get into today's episode, the name of Jesus, and uh, and we're going to read a lot of scripture today, uh, but I'm not going to apologize for that because what's better than to read the truth of God um, to his people, right? So, Neva, where did we end off? Um, we were talking about uh, Peter and the, uh, the crippled man at the well. Yeah, so a couple of episodes ago, um, we read Acts um, chapter 3, and in that, Peter is actually just doing his first public message, if you will. And um, in that scenario, uh, they came up to a man who uh, was paralyzed and he couldn't move. And they said to him, this is Acts chapter 3, 6. Peter said, we don't have any money for you, but I'll give you something else. I command you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to walk. And um, we see right there how 
Peter called upon the name of Jesus. And that's really what we're going to dig into today is the power of the name of Jesus. How, um, you know, throughout the New Testament, we see how we can um, use the name of Jesus in such a way that multiple things can happen. And one of the things that the name of Jesus enables us to do is is the hospitality that we that we've been speaking of, and you see it right there um, in what Peter is doing. Um, he didn't, you know, he didn't have a lot of resources. He didn't have silver. He didn't have gold uh, to give the man, which those things would have only been a temporary, you know, fix um, anyways, and they would have done nothing to to. Uh, heal his body or any of that kind of stuff, it would have given him a, a maybe a little bit of a respite from his situation, but then he would quickly be back in the same situation. So, no, what Peter did is that he gave him what he had, and what he had was the power of the name of Jesus that was given to him through the Holy Spirit. And so, he gave this uh, crippled man what he had, and that was uh, the miracle of uh, Jesus healing him and enabling him to, to walk. And so, I mean, if that isn't hospitality, I don't know what is. Yeah, I know that's really good. Um, okay, so we're going to go ahead and, and move on to Acts chapter 3, verses 13 through 15. This is just a little bit, a few chapters down. And um, it says, For it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all of our ancestors who has brought glory to his servant, Jesus, by doing this. I refer to the Jesus whom you rejected before Pilate, despite Pilate's determination to release him. You didn't want him freed, this holy, righteous one. Instead, you demanded the release of a murderer, and you killed the author of life. But God brought him back to life again, and John and I are witness of this fact. For after you killed him, we saw him alive. Amen. So Jesus, through his sacrifice, um, he he conquered sin he conquered death he conquered disease he he conquered um all the the evil of the world right um through his through his sacrifice and and he sent us the holy spirit which we talked about a few episodes ago to to fill us with his power and to enable us to do miraculous uh, as he said even greater things than what jesus did um at, when he walked upon the earth and and that power is available to anybody uh, who calls upon the name of the Lord, and it's it's not uh, it's not a power to be <laughs> used or or thought of lightly. Um, it is it is simply uh, as 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 Neba always says to me, anyways. You know, we're simply conduits uh, that God is the power, the Holy Spirit is the power. We are simply a vessel through which that power flows uh, out to other people. Um, in service to his kingdom, right? And that, you have something? Well, I think that the, um, you know, it's when we talk about we have a power, it's that, I mean, it is a conduit. It's that the Holy Spirit in us releases a power if we are obedient and humble and willing to um, be um, a servant to what God is calling us to. So it's not like we have some magical power that we can just unleash at will, right. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, and there are some churches um, that maybe lean that way that, you know, there's this magical power that we just have command of that we can, that we can just roll out whenever we want it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, 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 that's not it. It is more like a conduit. And that was something that the Lord showed me years ago, um, 
you know, just, I kind of had this mental image of um, plugging my blow dryer in. And, you know, I plug my blow dryer into my socket and then there's the power to blow dry my hair. And I just all of a sudden realized that in the scheme of things, that's a very small amount of power. You know, that that um, outlet runs to a central place of wiring in our home that then runs to a wire outside that runs to another central place of power. And at each step, the power gets bigger. Right. 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 Yeah. And, um, and so I just kind of realized, you know, it's really up to me how much I want to, um, be willing to allow the power of the Holy Spirit to come through me. I can say, oh no, that's uncomfortable. I do not want more than a hairdryer's worth of power. Like I just want a little <laughs> bit of power, right? Like I'm okay, you know, Lord, if, if, if I have to put my hand on somebody and pray over them, that's enough. Like I don't want anything else than just that, you know, but the reality is, is that we see in the scripture that Jesus did say that we have, you know, even more power available to us than he did. And he was raising people from the dead. And so, you know, there's, to me, there's just a very, it's very awesome and humbling and, you know, important that when we say things like we have a power, it's, we don't have the power. The Lord has enabled us um, through his spirit to do things when he calls us to do them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and please forgive me if, if, it, if it sounded like it was coming across like that. There was actually, um, there's a, a, a spot, I can't remember where it's exactly at uh, in scripture, but um, but Peter, uh, it was either Peter or Paul that um, called out a, a sorcerer named Simon who was following them around, seeing the miraculous things they were doing. And he, he went up to them and he said, "How?" he goes, I will pay you for this power. How much do you want me to pay you for this power, right? And they basically rebuked him and said, "Get you know, get behind me, Satan, because you know this is a power of God is nothing to be trifled with or 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 purchased, right? It's freely given uh, for those who are in uh, God's will and doing His purposes, right?" I find it interesting that in chapter three, verse thirteen, Peter says um, that. I refer to the Jesus whom you rejected before Pilate, despite Pilate's determination to release him. You didn't want him freed. Instead, you demanded that he be murdered. And yeah. it's like very interesting to me, just in the age that we live in, you know, that, that we're so, all that we're seeing happening right now, um, that, that the world doesn't necessarily want truth. The, you know, it just wants what it wants. Yeah, I heard somebody say that you know so much of the world is is willfully willing to be deceived. Um, they just they can't. It's impossible for them to see truth, uh, and that's really, really what's going on in so so much of the of the world today. And uh, and you know, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke that and and pray against it. We pray that His truth uh, will be revealed. Uh, okay, moving on. So in, in the uh, Philippians two chapter two verses one through eleven, it says. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together with his spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. 
Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges, he took the humble position of a slave, and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore God elevated him to the highest place of honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Okay, so Acts um, chapter 2, verse 36 says, So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, to be both Lord and Messiah. And then in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, it says, There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. So make no mistake that Jesus Christ is Lord and and Savior. And at some point in time, every single knee will bow to him as such. And then in Luke chapter 10, uh, 17 through 20, it says, The 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. So we just want to encourage you with the fact that the name of Jesus brings miracles. The name of Jesus brings salvation. The name of Jesus brings power. The name of Jesus brings life. And the name of Jesus brings authority. Those are all things that when we believe and trust and speak the name of Jesus, we have available to us. So whatever situation we may be facing, when we bring Jesus into that situation, everything changes. Sometimes it's immediate and then sometimes it's not. But we can always trust that he is acting on our behalf. Yes, what what, uh, he has for us is always better than what we you know, can, can possibly think of. Right. Um, and just an example for, for us when, uh, we did not understand why God was moving us, um, from our home up in North Idaho to, to Kansas. And, but we were obedient to it. We, we said, yes, Lord, we'll, we'll go where you want us to go. Um, and it, it took several years of actually being here, uh, before, that uh, his truth and, and his reasons why he wanted us here uh, became evident to us. Um, but the whole time we were obedient to to what he was calling us to do. And then all of a sudden everything opened up. We knew exactly why we were supposed to be here. Uh, and, and we stepped right into the calling that he had for us in, in this season. And our life has been blessed immeasurably because of that decision to be obedient uh, to Jesus. Really, and our, like our whole family's life has been blessed. You know, when we look at our um, our son, it was very hard for him to make that transition here. And, you know, he experienced a hard season, but out of that, he met his wife. And, you know, that was, that was God knew the person that, that he had for Caleb. Right. And, um, you know, the same with our, um, you know, 
daughter. I mean, she wouldn't have met her husband had we not been here. And, you know, the business, we wouldn't have the business. And there's just like this, this, all of these things that we, you know, point to that are because we were obedient to what God called us to do and decided to go ahead and and move to Kansas, even though it wasn't really what we wanted to do. Yeah, and, and we didn't understand it. Um, so we encourage you, if if, if God is calling you uh, into something, you, you feel a prompting of the Holy Spirit um, into something that you don't necessarily understand, we just encourage you to lean into that and to be obedient to it. Um, you don't have to understand it to, to be obedient. And the blessings that will flow out of the obedience um, are immeasurable. Um, we are we're living proof uh, of that. So we just want to uh, finish out this episode with just reading a, a couple more scriptures that just really uh, are encouraging and just point to um, the power of the name of Jesus uh, in our life. Okay, so Romans 8, 24 says, Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised? who is at the right hand of God and who indeed is interceding for us. Hebrews 7, 24 and 25 says, but Jesus lives forever and continues to be a priest so that no one else is needed. He is able to save completely all who come to God through him. Since he will live forever, he will always be there to remind God that he has paid for their sins with his blood. So if you've been listening to our podcast and, and you have not yet um, made the decision to give your life to Jesus, uh, we just want to encourage you um, to really dive in and and see the truth of who Jesus is, right? Um, there's an excellent book called uh, The Case for Christ uh, out there. Um, and the author was, uh, he's an atheist and he's an attorney and he, he, set out to disprove Christianity. He set out to disprove who Jesus said he was. And he spent a year uh, researching, pouring over books and texts and all kinds of things. And at the end of the year, he had no choice but to conclude that Jesus was who he said he was, that Jesus was God. And this man gave his life to Christ and he continued to uh, then he wrote books on <laughs> the salvation of Jesus, right? So that, I mean, the, the right there, another example of the power of the name of Jesus. Somebody set out to disprove him, yet he ended up becoming a, a Christ follower. And so we just want to encourage you to, to if, if you don't know him, get to know him. If you do know him, get to know him better. Right? And we just want to end with this scripture in Acts chapter 4. And we want, to, we want to read this because uh, earlier on the season, we talked about being bold. And so this scripture, it just says, And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness, while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Well, thank you for joining us today on the Grace to Gather podcast. We hope this has encouraged you and we look forward to seeing you next week. Please like, share, and follow us. We'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment or a review. And we will see you next week on the Grace to Gather podcast. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. 
please like, follow, and share us on social media. For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace Together podcast. podcast.